if you're so smart, if you're so intelligent, what else can you do to make a difference in society? What impact can you have? What what social things can you change? Dr. Jonathan Bakhtari. You can see it. I mean, it's crystal clear. I think it's going to really revolutionize things. Goes, which is a big game changer. All information discussed or provided by Jonathan Bakhtari, MD, Dr. Bakhtari, and or his affiliates and guests are for educational purposes only. The information discussed and provided is not a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health providers with any questions you may have regarding a medical concern or condition. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of any information discussed or provided by Dr. Bakhtari or his affiliates and guests. If you think you may have a medical emergency, call 911 immediately. Welcome to another episode of Bakhtari MD. Hi, I'm Dr. Jonathan Bakhtari. Today we're going to be talking about something that I'm often asked about, which is should someone consider leaving medicine if they've been it for a while? And what are the pros and cons? And what are some of the challenges? And what keeps people from staying in medicine who maybe not don't want to, or what makes people leave medicine? And it's a very challenging topic. You know, obviously going into medicine requires a very big commitment, especially to be a doctor. And it requires often, you know, four years of college, four years of medical school, two to three or four years of residency. Often there's, you know, two to three years of fellowship. So it's a very long commitment for many, many people. And there comes a time where some people who get into the field may feel like they want to try something else or leave. So what I want to talk today about is what are the challenges that make people, some people, want to transition out of medicine, out of being a doctor, and what keeps some people in and what forces other people to leave. And we're going to talk about the whole range of things from just, uh, you know, wanting to pursue creative parts of their personality to other doctors who may get burnt out. There's plenty of reasons for wanting to change out of healthcare. So let's talk about that. So most people, after they've invested so much of their time to get into healthcare, feel like they're getting on an express train, which starts, you know, when they're young and pretty much ends when their career's over and they're getting ready to retire. And there's really no stops in between. So most of the colleagues I've spoken to feel like once they've invested so much into their career and growing their career, they really don't have many options. You know, there are several challenges once you become a physician. First of all, you, like I said, you've invested a lot of time and you've invested a lot of energy and a lot of money. That's a you know big investment to pay for medical school and college and what have you. The other thing that they have done is you know they've built a successful career often where their financial compensation, even if it's not amazing, is certainly by anyone's standard very comfortable. Most physicians find themselves in a situation where they have invested heavily financially and personally and emotionally, and they're making a comfortable living. And the last thing is, you know, even though a lot of doctors would consider themselves very smart, on some level, that's all they know how to do. So 
if you put those three factors together, you know, you're pretty much handcuffed in, on some level because one, you've invested a lot of time, energy, money. Two, you're getting compensated really well. And to then just simply walk away from that is going to be difficult. So those are the challenges. And I think most physicians who are happy are happy and they just continue doing it. But the ones that are unhappy have to also figure out, despite those things, what else can they do? They are not trained to do much else. And so even if they wanted to replace their income, you know, where would they go? How would they do it? So I think the first thing that often you see physicians do is, you know, they try to come up with some sort of other way to create revenue, whether it's investing in real estate or selling vitamins or weight loss programs or some other ways to create revenue. But aside from that, it's very, very difficult. And when I talk to physicians who are in that predicament and they want to make a change, they're really stuck. Before I go into some of the ways to kind of get past that, let's talk about some of the more common reasons physicians want to leave medicine if they do. The most common, believe it or not, that I hear the most is I think they realize that there is no second chapter in their career other than just sort of grow in their medical career, which is amazing. But they have other interests. They have some creative juices they want to really work on. And and there's they don't they can't find the outlet in traditional medicine for some for some people. And so that craving to do something else creative, something that, you know, can allow them to express themselves in ways that just practicing medicine can't becomes a lure for some people. The other reason, obviously, that we always need to hear about is simply, you know, the burnout. Some practices, some specialties require long hours, weekends, nights, uh, being on call. You know, when you're younger and you're in residency and fellowship, that might be something that seems sustainable. But for a lot of doctors, that's not really sustainable as they have kids and grow older. And so that that lurching to want to, ha- to have a better lifestyle if they're in a specialty that doesn't offer that, is a problem. Now, there are specialties, don't want to pick on any of them, uh, but radiology, pathology, things that tend to have better lifestyle seems to be you know more sustainable in terms of not causing the degree of burnout. And I think as physicians you know, um, give up their own practices and sell their practices and become employees, uh, some of that may be you know, better because they, they're not, not only r- practicing medicine, but also running a business and some of the HR issues that go with that. So I think those two probably make up the majority of the reasons why physicians consider leaving medicine. So the next thing I want to talk about is what happens when some physicians, most of the physicians I've met who have decided to leave clinical medicine, what their hurdles are next. The most obvious hurdle, like we mentioned earlier, is how do they continue to support themselves, which most physicians (laughs) were not trained in something else before they became doctors. Many 
went through the straight road of going from college to medical school to residency. So they don't have a plan B. And I think the other things that I've, again, talking with physicians is once you become a doctor, besides having a steady income for many physicians, there's something to be said about the status that you get from being a physician. The status of being a physician is maybe taken for granted by some people, but I think for most people who've endured medical school, residency, and fellowship, and actually are in a position where they're helping people and they're making a difference in many people's lives on a daily basis, to simply walk away from that and do something more mundane is a process that's difficult for some people to handle. They just, you know, when you're when you're doing something that is so meaningful and helps so many people on a daily basis, to walk away and do something very pedestrian and often almost anything compared to medicine sometimes seems pedestrian is difficult. It's very difficult. And overcoming the lure of money status and the satisfaction of helping people to move into something else can present its own set of problems. So I think a lot of physicians get to that point where they say, yes, maybe I'm ready. I'll figure out something else to do. I'll figure out some other way to make money, but they're probably not going to figure out another way to impact so many people's lives in a meaningful way as what they're doing now. That is really a very difficult struggle that I see many of my colleagues who are in that mode go through. The most common response I see to that is many colleagues want to, their answer to that is to have, have their cake and eat it too which is they want to see patients part-time while they pursue other opportunities, other ventures, maybe go into administrative medicine, pharmaceutical industry, what have you, but still maintain a clinical practice. And, you know, this is where I often get asked about the value of that. And the problem with that approach is I see a lot of physicians fail because they're really trying to focus on two things simultaneously. You know, if you're leaving clinical medicine to pursue a career in administrative medicine or even completely outside of medicine, you want to become a novelist or whatever, you know, being able, being free to fly to conferences and pursue your next endeavor often requires you not to have these other commitments. And so by definition, you know, you're less likely to be successful at this new venture if at some point you transition from even, you know, 50-50 to full-time. Because you can imagine anything in life, if you do it 50% of the of your time and 50% of your energy, is not more likely to be successful than if you gave it a hundred percent of your time and energy. That's just it is that's a law of just sheer mathematics. You know, 100% of your energy is more likely to make something successful than 50% of your energy. Yet, I think that lure and status of, you know, being a physician, being a practicing physician causes people to want to hold on to both. And sometimes it works, but many times 
wanting to do both really prevents that person from becoming a great novelist or writing a, a book on uh, even you know the art of medicine or what have you. So the struggle there is to at one point to jump in the deep end and literally you know jump out of the plane without a parachute and just you know nothing uh, you don't you you got to you have to consider uh, can I get to the point where I stop and I don't have a backup plan so my next plan has to succeed and that is very different for physicians they're rarely put in a position where their next paycheck is questioned and think about that that is something that's all I don't want to say very unique to medicine but it is very unique to medicine where assuming everything is okay and you're in this field you for the rest of your life never have to question the next paycheck so the big sacrifice you make from leaving traditional medicine unless you simply lucked into something else immediately but if you had to go into another industry where you have to start at the bottom and prove your way and you know get more education and learn there's no guarantees you're going to be successful so giving up that whole giving up your practice letting your practice go and literally having uh no no backup plan to support yourself and then you got many physicians have savings or what have you but in terms of getting a paycheck that becomes the challenge and the ones that i have seen very successful uh, are the ones that at some point you know maybe they went through a transition i know i did that but they went through a transition where they did both but you know when you do both it works on some level gives you a taste of it but often it's when you actually jump in the deep end and and have no backup plan that you know you're more likely to succeed there's another aspect of this that i want to discuss which is can you love what you're doing and yet want to do something else in other words i think there's this connotation that people who leave whatever field that they've invested a long time when a lawyer you know quits becoming an attorney after you know 10 15 years you know there's this connotation that oh my gosh you know they must have been burnt out they must not liked it is it possible to like maybe love clinical medicine love seeing patients but still want to do other things and i think what i hear when i challenge my colleagues who've done that and who tell me they loved clinical medicine like i do is the whole concept that just because you like something doesn't mean you want it all the time you know the the analogy is you know your favorite food you know whatever it is chicken wings whatever your favorite food is can you eat it every night and if you stop eating it doesn't mean you don't like it and i know that's simplistic but i think there is something to be said about having a career where you were great at one thing left it and became great at another thing and then maybe another thing isn't that the ultimate challenge you know yes if you go to medical school do residency you can be really great in medicine but can you be great in medicine and then move on and be great at something else or good at something else and enjoy it so i think the that is what i tell people that even if you love something it doesn't mean you have to continue doing it and it doesn't mean if you left something that you didn't like it it just means 
It was great. You did it. But what else can you do? What else can you offer? What else can you offer society? How else can you make a difference? If you're so smart, if you're so intelligent, what else can you do to make a difference in society? What impact can you have? What what social things can you change? How can you have an impact on medicine from a different angle, from a different route? How can you improve patients' lives from a different perspective by creating another organization or coming up with other ways to impact people's lives? You can say, well, you know, as a, as a physician, I can do it one person at a time, or maybe I can take all my talent and everything I've learned to make an impact at a different level. There is how you can get past this idea that the only way I can make a difference in people's lives is one person at a time. If you then say to yourself, hey, I can be great at something else that also makes an impact on people. Let me give you my angle, not that I've given you the whole perspective, because people often ask me, you know, why I transitioned and how I transitioned from practicing medicine to being a CEO at a healthcare company and starting a healthcare company and uh, and growing, you know, what we've done at E7 Health. Part of it was, I think, once you have enough experience and you see the issues more clearly, when you see the issues from, especially from the patient side, what the shortcomings are in the healthcare industry, and you see the problems and the good points of insurance companies and hospitals and other healthcare providers, when you have that whole perspective, I think the temptation for me was that, hey, I have all of this perspective that's pretty unique. How can I take that information and try to create something that on some level tries to address those things? What can we do to improve patient quality in ways that maybe nobody has thought of? What can we do to improve patient experience in ways that nobody has thought of. And if you want to do that, it becomes difficult to do it just seeing patients. And so I think for me, that was the big lore. How can you transition from helping one patient at a time to helping many, many patients? You know, one of the things that I'm so proud of at E7 Health on our website, you know, we have over 10,000 positive reviews in, in a span of, I believe, three years. And if you read those reviews, it almost sounds like the same person wrote them. And the ability to get 10,000 people to tell you how unique and amazing something you created with the help of a lot of other people, by the way, in the organization, that's gratifying on the same level as helping one patient at a time. When you can create systems and and of course, with the help of many others, when you can create systems that are able to impact patients in much broader ways than any one doctor could have, that gives you somewhat similar satisfaction, but maybe even more than seeing one patient at a time. So I think for me, it was understanding that there's risk, there's risk in leaving traditional medicine. But if you if you garner all of the knowledge and experience you got from being in traditional medicine and take those forces and, and those ideas and create something unique, it's, it's almost a crime not to do it. And that only really goes, goes to show you that going into clinical medicine and practicing, you know, 
gives you the insight that if you hadn't done it, you couldn't have created something like, for example, we did. So I'm so thankful for those experiences. And they, you know, they're amazing experiences. And I look uh, back at them fondly, of course. But I also know that if it wasn't for those experiences, it would probably be next to impossible to understand how to create something else that changes patient experiences so much. It's something that only someone in the throes of all the issues could sometimes see you know where the friction is where the rub is i know in, in one of our other series we talked about the problems in in the us healthcare system and understanding those problems that helps you come up with with solutions and you can't understand those problems unless you actually l- or were in the midst of it so in terms of leaving clinical medicine you know hopefully one of the positives is if you leave, you also bring with you those thousands and thousands of hours of insight of epiphanies on, wow, this could be done better and it could be done more efficiently and with an eye towards quality and patient experience. So that is what helped me make the transition. Thank you for listening. You can check out my website, jonathanbakhtarimd.com, to sign up for my newsletter. And you can watch this full episode over on my YouTube channel, BakhtariMD, where you can leave questions or topics you'd like me to cover in future episodes. As always, be well. Thank you. 